0: Welcome to Grace Point Charge podcast. We are in a season that is known as Advent. Traditionally a time when Christians looked forward with anticipation for Christmas. At that time when we look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to be reading through a book written by Christopher Ash called Repeat the Sounding Joy which is actually a reflection or a devotional reflection taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and 2. As together, we look forward to the Lord's coming. Thank you and welcome. Luke, chapter 2, verse 33 to 35. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul. Too. Chapter 21. Destiny Costs. The story of Simeon heads on a very strange note. Just imagine you have met a young mother, you have crowded her tiny baby in your arms. You have spoken eloquently about this little boy future. Indeed, you have declared that he'll bring light to the whole world and glory to his people. And then you speak to the mother and you say what Simeon now says. A shadow is cast over this happy scene, and Simeon will leave the stage with a sharp poignancy. Pause to consider what Simeon says. Four things, in essence. First, that this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, verse 34. That may mean to cause some to fall and others to rise, but partly because of the unusual order, falling before rising, it is more likely to mean causing some to fall and then, after falling, to rise. This child will bring people down, humble them, and only then raise them up. He will cause some to die, and then be raised. But their rising up can only come after being brought raw. So it was in his lifetime, and so it is today. Second, Simeon says that Mary's son would be a sign that would be spoken against, verse 34. And so it proved he was indeed a sign. He made the Father known, pointing men and women to the Father. But right from the start of Jesus' public ministry, people spoke against him. Bitterly, dishonestly, maliciously, they spoke against him. They said he did what he did by the power of the devil. They despised him, maligned him, and mocked him. He was indeed a sign that was spoken against. Then Simeon says that because this child would be a sign that is spoken against, the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Verse 35. There will be something about this boy that tears away the curtains of deception and self-deception from human hearts. He will do a work that reveals and changes the human heart. You and I have many strategies for discussing the deep best thoughts and intentions, desires, and hopes of our hearts. We discuss them even from ourselves. The human heart is deep and deceitful. But this boy will peel back the disguises the hypocrisies, the pretenses, to reveal the human heart in its true nature. And he will change that heart. But this work of bringing people down, that he may raise them up, this ministry of being a sign pointing to the Father, this radical life-changing work in the human heart, will come at a great cost. And so Simeon looks Mary in the eye and says to this hopeful young mother, a sword will pierce your own soul too. Verse thirty-five. What a terrible word to have to speak to a young woman at a time of her life that most, most obviously speaks of hope. It's going to hurt you terribly. You will love this boy more deeply perhaps than you love any human being on earth. But in three decades' time, you will start as a grief-stricken witness at a Roman crucifixion. And in that place of ugliness, agony, misery, shame, and nakedness, You will watch your son die the most terrible death. You will see the sun go dark. You will feel the earth shake, and a sword will pierce your heart. And that's because the work that Mary's boy will do comes at an awesome cost. He can only be light by entering darkness. He can only receive sinners by bearing wrath. He can only be glorious with the glory of God's self giving love. And so, right from the very earliest days of Jesus' life on earth, the shadow of cross falls upon him and upon all who love him. For the sword that pierces Mary's heart will make its terrible sharpness felt in all who love Jesus, upon whom the shadow of his cross falls in daily dying to self. The Christian life is one of joy, but it's also one of pierced hearts. Do not be surprised when putting others first hurts, when obedience seems costly, when letting go of past grievances feels painful. But it is in our taking up of the cross, in filling up in our own persons what has been be filled up of sufferings of Christ, that His light shines to the world, as Colossians 1 verse 24 tells us. Sing. All you that pass by, to Jesus draw nigh, to you is it nothing that Jesus should die. Your ransom and peace, your surety he is. Come, see if there ever was sorrow like this. Charles Wesley seventeen oh seven to seventeen eighty eight. Let's pray. Almighty God, our heavenly Father, upon whose son, the Lord Jesus, fell the shadow of the cross from the moment of his incarnation, we thank you for the wonderful love in your heart, which you share with the Son and the Holy Spirit, as we ponder the cost of our salvation. Give us, we pray, deeply grateful hearts and strengthen us to pay the cost of walking in the footsteps of such a Savior. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to Grace Point Church podcast today. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in this Christmas series of devotions and as we continue to long for our Lord's return. Even so, come Lord Jesus.